I'll be seeing my grandma from a distance. So from the end of her driveway, she needs to be able to know who I am. So we need to emphasize these features. My eyes have to pop because her eyes don't see so good. She's 89. So it's good to go. She has to remember my face. That's the thing is I need her to remember my face and my name because she needs to remember it to put it in the will. <laughs> right? That's Orange County. You inherit or you die. You inherit or you move to Bakersfield. Yeah, no, I'm trying to stay coastal. Thank you so much. Not, not going to go to Bakersfield, but thanks for the offer. Um, holidays. My mom voted for Trump, so the holidays are extra contentious. I was actually kind of stoked that Thanksgiving was canceled. Um, and it's weird. So, like, my parents are split, and my mom loves Trump. And it's strange because my mom and dad, like, or my dad sounds a lot like Trump. Like, just kind of out there, my dad's crazy, and Trump sounds just like him. Like, he's just kind of, like, blaming people for no reason. He has no evidence. He just kind of, like, rambles on about himself. He's the best person ever. Like, it's, there are clear similarities, but my mom is not attuned yet. So I'm just looking forward to Christmas, because I'm kind of hoping that she's going to leave Trump, too. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> probably more exciting if she doesn't, right? Like, probably there's going to be, a, it's going to be a juicier Christmas ham if we get to duke it out first over politics. Um, I prepared nothing else. I have no idea how long I've been up here, but that's all I got for the evening. Thanks, you guys. Shelby hates her parents like I do, yay! No, she doesn't hate them, it's fine. Okay, good. I, I It's so funny because um, there's some comedians that are like, oh, we've known you for nine months and we're not going to be friends anymore. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. <laughs> you think you think I give a shit about you? So cute. So cute. Uh, real quickly, uh, Shelby was talking about Trump. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to miss him, but you know who I'm going to miss? Melaniania? Melaniania. What's her name? That's the thing, I feel like I've never met her. I don't even know what her name is, and she's already leaving. I'm like, Milan, Melania, Melania. Does anyone know what her name was? Is it Melania or Mel Melania? Melania. Do you know what the first lady's name is? It's Melania. 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 Yeah, I was like, <laughs> show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? <laughs> like, she never speaks. <laughs> what is... I was just bummed. I was like, the first lady has to say something, you know? Like, I thought that Melania would plagiarize Michelle, you know, and, like, hate fat kids, too, or whatever. Like, remember remember how Michelle made the kids run and change school lunches or whatever she did? It's cool, yeah. And I thought that Melania would just, you know, get right on those coattails, uh, but that she would champion bulimia. You know, it's so good for the economy. It makes the kids four times the consumer. <laughs> it's they consume four times as much. And then Melania would be known, you know, as an environmentalist because she'd teach the kids to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. That is highly acidic. It's going to be great on the wine vines in Napa. It's going to be good. You know where she's from? It's either Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know which one that. They both border hungry, and my God, she's starving. Someone feed her. Is she okay? Like, I'm really worried about her health. Cool. Your next comedian, he is a lovely human being. He's very, very funny. You're going to love him so much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jack Ferguson. Yay! 
gonna mute it. Let me know when, is this alright? Alright, guys. Hey, how are you doing? Um, so there was a, like a COVID thing that got passed down today apparently, right? My phone's been dead, so I have no idea. Um, I'm gonna let you know right now, I don't really plan on complying. <laughs> I don't know, You like, I don't really give a shit anymore. You know who else doesn't give a shit? Our government. <laughs> Those guys don't care. It's rules for thee, not for me, right? I don't know. I feel like I'm among fellow scumbags, so I'm just going to talk about it. I haven't been to the doctor since I was eight years old. Uh, my uncle was a doctor. My mom just forged his signature whenever I needed a checkup. That's not a lie. I don't know. I had a friend who, he was like, man, like, do you get, are you guys allergic to latex out there? Anybody out there a liar? No? <laughs> no? I had a friend, he was like, man, I think I'm, allerg I'm allergic to latex. I was like, what happened? He's like, well, I, I didn't, I never used to use condoms. Then I hooked up with this one girl and I had to use a condom. And the next day I had like a rash on my dick. I was like, man, you're not allergic to latex. She gave you herpes. Uh, <laughs> that was, you were just, got an STD. Um, well, I don't think he was allergic to latex either. Uh, Thank you for Pam and her intimate knowledge of STDs. Uh, <laughs> you guys ever need a checkup, let her know. It's She's better than a doctor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really care to listen to what uh, Gavin Newsom says anymore. I don't know if, if all of you guys are, make some noise if you guys are like, like, yeah, he's the man. He deserves to be making rules. He is hot. But you know what would happen if we let hot people make rules? Uh, I don't know, there'd be a lot of fucked up rules, or excuse me, um, a lot of messed up rules. I'm a door-to-door -door salesman, that's what I do for work. Uh, hold your applause. <laughs> I come to random people's doors, I knock on their door, and I try to sell them solar panels. Which, it, solar panels cost like $40,000, you'd think it'd be hard to sell something that costs the same amount as a car door-to-door. -door. It's really not. It's super easy. <laughs> you just pretend like uh, you're there for a reason and they listen to you, right? You just go, hey, uh, just here to check out your smart meter. Uh, you don't know what that is. It's the electric box on the side of your house. Just here to see if you could be a local energy producer. And they're like, oh, okay, go ahead, check it out. And you go back and say, hey, you qualified. Guess what? You qualified to buy solar panels. You're among the select few, everybody on this block. You're all. You all qualified, um, yeah. The other, I work in a pretty low-income neighborhood, which is a problem because I look like I also work for ICE. Uh, so I knocked on this door, this guy's door, and his son answered. He's like eight years old, and I was like, "Hey, are any of your parents home?" Uh, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna." He went around the corner, and he's, he's, I could hear him talking to his dad, and he's like, "Yeah, it looks like like a rich guy is here." <laughs> to talk to you and I was like man I wish um, I wish and the guy came to the door and he was so relieved to find out that I was just trying to sell him something um, so yeah I don't know how are you guys doing are you guys you guys planning on staying in your houses for the next 100 days any of you no yeah you know who doesn't care about COVID gay people <laughs> gay people don't care about COVID you know why 
because their parents are already dead to them, you know? <laughs> they are not worried about, <laughs> they're not wor worried about killing old people because old people, like, wish they were dead, so... <laughs> you don't get to, like, vote against gay marriage and then be like, hold on, you guys don't get to spread diseases because it threatens us, you know? That's <laughs> you could go into the Castro, it's like nothing changed. <laughs> like, they're walking around just maskless. <laughs> I don't know. I'm with it, though. I'm with it. I like. There have been a lot of different times in my life when I wished I was gay. And now is one of them. Uh, but I feel like you could just act like it, and it, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't make a huge difference. Um, I don't know. I don't really fit in. But yeah. Um, what about guns? What do you guys think about guns? We're probably all gonna have to get them soon, right? Like. The world is collapsing. This is the right time to buy, I think. <laughs> Walmart's on sale. Um, I don't know. I think, like, I was very against guns for a while. I grew up in California. I'm a very liberal guy. And then I went to Nevada, and I went to a gun range, and I fired a gun. <laughs> and wow, is it fun. <laughs> it is. You feel powerful, you know? Like, you really feel America coursing through your veins when you let that uh the bullet go and i you know i just think like like obviously we can't get rid of all of the guns in america right so why not just give everyone one you know <laughs> make it equal i think like a lot of people in california talk a lot of crap about like the southern states right like here we're always like oh they're voting against their interests or whatever and they hate us too and people are like oh there's going to be a civil war you know like the right is going to fight the left and I think there would be if, like, we lived near enough to each other, <laughs> you know? Like, we hate them, but they live, like, a two-day car ride away. <laughs> Nobody's going to drive that far just to start an insurrection, um, you know? Like, if it was convenient, yeah, sure, we would rise up. But there, I think that we've seen, I mean, like, I also think we're lucky that Alabama's pretty far away from us because let's be real, like we have more people in California, but Alabama would run through us like a knife through butter, you know? We have very little like defense training here, you know? We would try to like like talk to that, like we'd be like, oh, you're in violation of whatever. And they'd be like, we don't care, we were in Iraq, you know? <laughs> we, we fought that war for you. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but I don't know. Biden's in office now. People on the left are really happy about that. And then he, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but his entire cabinet, they're just Republican warmongers. Like, that's a fun thing that we all get to experience now. I wonder what the next country will invade is for, you know? It'll, it probably won't be for oil. It'll probably be for, like, whatever the next thing is, right? Like, uh, air, you know? <laughs> like, like, they've got some great air in Saudi Arabia. We've got to make sure that the terrorists don't, don't corner the market on air, you know, because we're running out of it and America needs it to to build our factories, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just cynical. I'm cynical about, uh, I, like, do, we, do you guys think that we're the good guys? Do you think America are the good guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Like, <laughs> it's tough. Like, I'm sure the Roman Empire thought they were the good guys when they were murdering the Gauls. But uh, I don't know. We're definitely cool. Like America is like we're we've, we're the biggest dick around here. You know that's sort of the thing that we have going for us. But 
That, uh, I don't know, this is depressing. Um, <laughs> this is depressing. I don't know. What do you get? like, why are you guys here? Like, <laughs> y'all are not supposed to be here. I don't know if you heard about that. This is, a, like, I, I'm bipolar. I'm mentally unstable. And, like, this is what stand-up comedy is now, right? Like, we yell at people on the street. And everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, this is so much worse. And I'm like, well, as a crazy person, I feel pretty at home. Just, <laughs> just shouting at strangers as they pass by on the sidewalk, you know? <laughs> One of the main things is we. One of the main things we've been doing is we set up a mic in Merritt Lake over in Oakland, and uh, we've just been shouting at strangers as we do. And uh, I thought when we started doing that, I was like three three days tops before we get before before the cops get called on us. You know what I mean? And it's been like four consecutive months of doing that every day. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. The days blur together, and we're still doing it. So I guess it's just legal, you know? <laughs> I guess it might be legal. Or maybe the cops just don't care anymore. I hope that's the case. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, I just think, like, like I think society is going to collapse. I think, do you got, how many of you guys think that society is going to collapse? Like, if you think, yeah. But I think that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> I think that this is the society that we've built is based on this whole idea of like we need all we need people to tell us what to do and it's like I'm ready to roast meat on the hood of a car that doesn't work anymore <laughs> you know I'm ready to like run around in my underwear and kill deer that are running down Geary like that's <laughs> that's let's try that out you know at least it'll be better than what we were doing before you know so all right I'm Jack good night guys What gorgeous alliteration, Gear on Deer on Geary Street. Damn, Jack Ferguson, everyone, yay! Deer on Geary Street, yes. Oh, I was gonna say, because he was talking about guns. Do you know why Californians can't have guns? Because they're always triggered. Californians constantly triggered. Trigger warning. What? <laughs> I've always been a loose cannon. Like I actually okay, so I'm old I'm old lady. But in my early thirties, like my dream was to be on Survivor. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. And um so this is this is a real quick story. I actually made it to the second round of Martha Stewart The Apprentice twice. Okay, so remember the first season when it was a pile of dog shit and they were like, so when I went in for the second round and I got to the second round of the second round, they're like, well, if we get it back, obviously we'll put you on. Where were you on the last one? And I was like, I'm not the casting director. You're the ones that messed up on that one, bro. I was here. I I did. I even baked bread. So they called me back from my first one. I made this really great video. I used to be in visual merchandiser at Ethan Allen, whatever. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna be on Martha Stewart's The Apprentice, ha <laughs> ha. And I filmed myself in Ethan Allen, but like it's sort of selfies before there were selfies. It was before, this is before like smartphones. This is like a real camera and we really did it. And, um, and then I got chosen and I had to go up to LA and I read this thing about Martha that whenever she's nervous, she bakes. So I 
ba- I made bread the night before and I let it rise overnight and then I woke up really early in the morning and I baked them so they were hot and fresh and I got in and I g- went for my interview and I gave them all fresh sticky buns and they were like, you're insane. And I'm like, Martha bakes when she's nervous too. And then I did, <laughs> I did my thing and they took a Polaroid of me, which means that they're considering me. But I, I just wasn't pretty enough, I guess. But I was like, that was a loose cannon. I was like, I will cry. She's like, women in business don't cry, my dear. I will cry. I would, if I met Martha Stewart, I would run up to her and knee slide and be like, I love you. I've actually, she's the only, like, I'm not a lesbian or anything. And it's fine. Like, whatever you want to do. But I've just never, like, imagined licking twat except Martha's. Right? Like, like I want to bake bread out of her vaginal yeast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make, why is she not making millions of dollars? I would eat her bread right now. Like, I have dreams about her and Clydesdales. And her Chin Chin and Papa, her dogs are dead now, but I know their names. Okay, I have a thing. I actually want to get a Martha Stewart tattoo on my arm that looks like, but it looks like the old, remember the one with the Barack and it was in red and blue and it was like, hope, right? But I want hers to say like, the good thing. <laughs> and then her face on my arm, because maybe she'll talk to me then at some point. I would... <laughs> I would eat her fingernails. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I love me some Martha Stewart. Your next comedian, he's from out of town. And he texted me, and we're going to uh, enjoy his comedy. Put your hands together, everybody, for Isaiah Castillo. Yay! All right, guys, obviously I'm really bad at sex. Obviously I have problems, all right, in the bedroom. I think we all declared that right there. What's up, guys? Uh, I used to work at a drive through liquor store. I don't know if you guys knew this. When we see a liquor store, we see liquor store. But when a tweaker sees liquor store, it sees let's live here for three months. So I speak fluent tweaked. I know language. One time I was in the street, I saw this tweaker, and he's just like, fixated on this pole like something's going on I get a little closer and I hear wait 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 so I go hey you know those people inside those poles right and he goes I knew it <laughs> I was like I know you did I know you did uh, like all these commercials are pretending like they care about COVID I was watching Toyota commercials like oh we're here for you in these times of struggle in these times of need so right now Get 0% EPR, the new Toyota Tundra. <laughs> the ultimate truck for the end of the world. Those helpful Honda people, those guys are making a difference, though. I was listening to the commercial. Some guy was like, you know what? I'm like 29 years old. I've been single for years. I haven't touched a woman. The helpful Honda people are like, you know what? We're going to pay for a hooker to come to your place right now. You're going to be fine. You're going to be It's going to be a good time. You know, they did the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movie, right? They made Jake from State Farm black. Like, that's just going to solve racism. If anyone needs a brand change, it's KFC. I think we all know Colonel Sanders has said the N-word. 
Pretty uh, sexual allegations, too. Yeah, Wendy was like, he touched my ass and said it felt finger licking good. True story. You guys remember when YouTube put all the music on your phone? You're like, uh, thanks. <laughs> I was like looking into it, and like when YouTube, uh, when Apple was giving the music to Russia, Russia denied it because it would put gay thoughts into Russia. The most Russian shit ever. Because remember, like the cover was like two dudes hurt holding each other like shirtless. I looked into it. It's like the father holding on the innocent child, and they were trying to explain that to Russia, and Russia was like, no, no, no. In Russia. Father never touched son. Father touched son once when son lose virginity. Father shakes son hand. True story. But then it made me realize, like, it's uh, I I when I was looking at this, I realized, oh, it's illegal to be gay in Russia, which is the gayest thing I've ever heard. Because you know, some guy in the mob, and you know, just wants to go to the club and for the vodka cranberry. Like, oh, this is my song, bitch. Yes. Poker face, ah, I'm in the mafia, mama mafia. I feel like breweries try so hard to act like they're not trying hard. I was at a brewery, I'm sitting on this barrel, I'm drinking out of a mason jar. The menu's on a plaque of wood. I want to go up to the owner and say, hey, is this a bar or a farm? I feel like the same guy who's on every brewery, all of a sudden, every urban outfitters. The guy just came, he's like, you know what, we got to put wood everywhere. Got to go everywhere in the ceiling. Manager's like, oh, yeah, just put that in. Oh, no, no, no. Take that ceiling out. I want to see rusted pipes up there. I want to see the AC unit right there, dude. You got to have a certain look to be an interior designer, you know, the scarf and the, and the glasses and stuff, you know. Like, imagine if a cholo was an interior designer. Like, hey, fool. You want some respect around the barrio? You got to take this living room to the next level, homie. <laughs> This lame-ass carpet you got right there, fool. I'm going to start calling you Lacky Tacky, homie. <laughs> that lame-ass couch right there, fool. Let me get the homies, bring you in a new one. Right when you sleep on it, <laughs> sleepy, fool, homie. I love Cholos, dude. They got the best sense of humor. They're hilarious, hilarious people. Uh, I watch Fools Gone Wild for hours on end. Love that stuff, man. Like one time I was on a Greyhound bus, sat by two cholos, and one of them looks about like he looks at the other. He's like, "Hey, fool!" The other one kind of had hair like mine. He's like, "Your hair looks like an alpaca, homie." And the other one goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you, fool." <laughs> at the same exact time, I swear to God, they both go, "Ha ha!" Best friends the rest of the trip. I was so confused. I was in Yosemite, I was camping. Um, my friends are really dumb, really, really weird, dumb people, you know. I'm dumb too, but like, it's weird because my friend's getting real jobs and shit. Like, my friend is uh, becoming a teacher, and I hear him on Zoom in the morning teaching children. And I'm like, dude, last night we just did mushrooms and talked about for two hours that Ratatouille is the best animated film of all time. It's a great movie. I love those movies like the Ratatouille and the Bee movie, and they make you not want to uh, kill those creatures. But if one of those things is in my home, I don't care how good you could cook. I don't care if the rat could cook meth. That's a sequel right there. Ratatouille. Yeah. So Breaking Bad and Heisenberg just takes off his hat and it's just Ratatouille. He's going at it. Jesse's like, oh, yo, this rat, he, uh, he cooks good shit, yo. <laughs> this bomb. 
Mr. White, you gotta hook him up, yo. Friends are friends are dumb, man. I was in uh, Yosemite. I was camping, and uh, I go by. Uh, uh, me and my friend are walking, and, and we go by these bear trash cans. He goes, like, "You know what? Yeah, they just put bear trash cans in L.A." I'm like, "Why? Why would you do that, Tim?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, so people don't litter." Like, first of all, there are bears in L.A., but those bears are in West Hollywood, and they would never harm me. And later that night, we're smoking weed at the campfire, and some ranger comes in, and the joint just happens to be right in Tim's hand. He goes, uh, <laughs> you know that uh, you're on federal land, which means that's illegal. <laughs> and then Tim's like, oh, oh, didn't know that. So then he's on his way to go write us tickets for the marijuana, and then you know how when you try to butter up a cop, you know, make him feel better? He goes, yeah, they should put bear trash cans in L.A., huh? And the cop was like, why the hell would they do that? And he's like, ah, just a thought. And that guy wants to be a lawyer, dude. So I'm afraid that he's going to be a lawyer, and then he's going to let in the office, and then I'm going to see him on TV. He's going to be like, I will put bear trash cans in L.A. I will do it. I grew up Catholic because I'm Mexican. And uh, I know my ethnicity looks like it's a uh, half Uber driver, half liquor store owner. But I'm half Mexican, half a good dorm, but I look like I've repaired your iPhone a couple times. I get harassed at the airport. I'm not even Middle Eastern. That's like double racism. But anyways, yeah, I grew up Catholic, and uh, someone told me, the other day, hey, Catholic church, kind of culty. I was like, yeah, couldn't agree more. Christian church, culty, too, is just less obvious, you know. Like Catholic church, you know, this guy's wearing a robe. Everyone's calling him father. Christian church, this guy's wearing jeans. Everyone's calling him Jerry. Give them high fives. Catholic church, you never touched father. Father touched you. Well, you never touch father. But yeah, man, Catholic Church, you know, um, it's, uh, I mean, Christian Church, that's culty because you gotta get tricked into it, like a cult, you know? Like one time I was in middle school, these two girls, they got me. They're like, hey, come out, come hang out with us, there'll be games, there'll be fun. And, th and there was. And my second pizza pizza, and some guy comes out, he's like, ah, you know who's a pretty cool guy? Jesus is a pretty cool guy, yeah? I was like, oh, you weighed me, dude. You scammed me into Christianity. What's the difference between that and some guy, hey, come over for dinner, come over for drinks, and halfway through, he's like, so, timeshares are pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Same shit, dude. I'm white as shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really white. Um, don't have a lick of white in me. I'm white, though. Like, you go to my fridge, it's, it's full of croy, full of croy. I love rock climbing. And, you know, I used to go to, you know, people say white people don't have culture. I used to go to Monster Truck Jam every year, guys. Nothing better than Trump, the Angel Stadium, full of men having brograsms. You're not, nah, 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 that's culture, baby. What are you talking about? But, uh, yeah, I'm visiting an area, and um, I love you here, man. I love Bay Area. I'm thinking about leaving, um, moving here. Um, and rents are, yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking about it. Really thinking about it. Well, yeah, when my friends moved here, like, my, my, my friend, he was here for three months. He comes back. He's just so bae, just so bae, dude. He's like, you got to try this uh, this hard kombucha, alcohol kombucha. I'm like, no, dude, I'm good. I'm going to just drink beer. He's like, no, it's good for you. I'm like, exactly. Alcohol's not supposed to be good for you. You guys can't have anything regular here. Everything has got to have, like, bull semen or raven milk in it. I love regular. I love Miller Lite. I drive a Honda Accord. Look at the way I dress. I dress like an old Navy mannequin. Regular is great. Thank you, guys. This is my time.
Isaiah Castillo, everyone. Yay, all the way from L.A. Yay. You're from L.A., right? Uh, I thought so. Okay, good. <laughs> I pay attention. No, I'm sorry. I ain't so poor I can't pay attention. I am. I am on food stamps, though. Yesterday, we did a mic at Civic Center, and I gave free ice cream to all of the questionably housed. It was really fun. I was like, I'm going to give you ice cream if you listen to us do jokes. And they were like, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> little did they know, I used Uncle Sam's money. <laughs> I just had extra money on my food stamps. So 20 bucks of ice cream. At it was. I only dropped one on the ground. I was so sad. And I was like, oh, the birds. Cool. Uh Isaiah, he's from L.A. That's great. I don't have any jokes about L.A. Except that um, I think that Botox is an invisible face tattoo that lasts four months. <laughs> and that's what everyone in L.A. has. <laughs> and in San Francisco, we just have really bright lighting on our faces. So you can't see our gross wrinkles. Yay. Okay, our next comedian. Uh, oh, he's so funny. And so weird and so fun. And um, Ernest, where are you? Oh, there you are. Hi. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ernest Evangelista. Yay! Hey guys, how you guys doing? Cool. Did you uh, did you guys go Black Friday shopping? No, me too. I did my Black Friday shopping doing the riots. That's how I got these shoes, dog. Look how shiny, man. Hey, guys. Uh, Damn, that's a cool car. I'm Asian. Okay. Uh, I need to spoil it. Hey, guys, what you guys doing? You guys had a good quarantine? Did you guys get any hobbies? Learn any hobbies? I have a hobby. My new hobby is uh, I've been writing a lot. Uh, I like to write gay fan fiction. Also, I'm a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. So I decided to combine the two. How, you may ask. Imagine if all 19 hijackers were gay. How romantic would that be? You know, they're in the cockpit, and they're sweaty, and they're geared up. They're like, oh, I'm about to do a fuck I don't know what they're called. But, <laughs> nope, that's a that's an Arabic name. Okay. Fuck Okay. Um, they're in the cockpit. He's like, I believe in the Quran, but I want to suck this guy dick. I want to suck his, look at his beard. I want to suck his twin tower penis and shove into my bloody pentagon. It's really romantic. You should look it up on Amazon. Hey, guys. So do you want to hear any good news? Yeah, good news since uh, this whole year, like uh, schools that are on Zoom now. There haven't been any school shootings. Because that would be weird. Like, how are you just going to shoot yourself? Or your mom? Okay, never mind. I'm giving you guys ideas. Okay. But you guys always hear about, like, school shootings, right? These kids, they get bullied so much, they end up shooting up the school. 
But has anyone ever tried bullying these kids while they're shooting up the school? You know? Like when Billy throws a pipe bomb down the hallway and you yell at Billy, Hey, Billy, you still throw like a girl. Or you're like hiding behind the classroom door and then Billy shoots a hole through it. And then you yell through the hole, Look, Billy, this is glory hole your mom sucks dick through. <laughs> and you look fat in that trench coat, Billy. And you're going to die a virgin. You're going to die a virgin, Billy. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Billy, shot me. That was a swear. I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. I don't know. What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. That didn't work. What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing your girlfriend, right? Am I right, man? Okay. What's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged by your girlfriend. Who here likes butt stuff? Who here likes putting things that vibrate up your butt? Who here shoved the iPhone 11 up your butt? And try to get your friends to FaceTime you? That's what I call a booty call. <laughs> call me. This doesn't work on Tinder or Grindr or anything. Or Uber Eats. I don't know. Um, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, Okay, um, guys, who here has taken a COVID test? I did too. I test positive for cocaine. It's good. It's bad. It's good too because we get to wear masks and you can't tell how much cocaine is in my nose because of that. But, like, I stopped doing cocaine mainly because my son, he stopped selling me cocaine. It's too hot. It's too hot. Um... Who here's gotten in trouble for cocaine before? Who here was doing cocaine outside Mutiny Radio, and then the security guard came up to me and was like, hey, man, stop doing that cocaine. And I was like, hey, man, shut your mouth. You sound like a cop right now. Prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine. It turns out he was a cop. And then I got arrested for cocaine possession. You guys ever got arrested for cocaine possession? And then you had to go to court. But you're doing cocaine the other night, and you need to wake up. And you're like, I should probably take this acid right now and wake up. And then you go to court, trip of balls on acid, and you look at judge in the eye, eyes twitching, and you say, please don't hurt me, Dave. And he's like, no, 30 days. And then you go to jail for 30 days. You guys ever been to jail for 30 days? I liked it. I miss it. I learned a lot about myself in jail. In jail, I learned my worth as a man. In jail, I'm about worth uh, two packs of cigarettes, a pair of honey buns. That's my nickname in jail, honey buns. <laughs> and I was really popular, mainly because I got the snake phones up my butt. Okay, give it up for Pam, y'all. Stay safe. Oh. Ernest Evangelista, everyone. Hooray! People going potty, that happens here. Anybody super sad about the lockdown thing that's going to happen? <laughs> I know, I know. This is, so this is the 44th show we've done outside since the beginning of COVID. I know, the 44th show. And uh, even when it wasn't, we weren't supposed to, the neighbors were like, why don't you do this? And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but next, we can't anymore because I actually got a permit from the city, so now the city knows I'm here. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I know. So next week we're not going to. So we all get to take a break for Christmas. I hope everyone learns how to knit. <laughs> Does everyone? I bake bread like every day anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. I just need to go buy some more yeast before it disappears. Although I, I really, this is a thing I, you know, I sometimes I smoke so much pot I think I'm a genius. And I'm like, what if Fitbit and like Easy Bake Oven got together and they made inside my body like a tiny like like a tiny little oven in my twat, right? Like a but so like when I walk it needs the dough, right? Like so first it <laughs> like it uses my own yeast, right? And then like as I walk, it not only counts my steps because it's a Fitbit, I mean duh, but it like needs the dough. And then when I'm on the bus I can just bing like popping fresh dough, baby. Like who doesn't like the smell of fresh baked buns all the time? Just sweet buns. Um, this is a jar. And it's so funny because it's, it's actually like a jar that people use for AA. <laughs> that I, I repurposed it <laughs> and made it for tips for here. So feel free to put money in the bucket if you think this is funny. And before we all close down for three weeks and all the time, we're going to die. We're not going to die. We're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So here's what I'm going to do. Because I'm an insane person and I need stage time and I have these portable PAs. I'm going back to the lines at Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, they're locking us down? That means the lines are long at Gus's over there. Oh, yeah, you're lined up against 17th against that wall. My little thing can reverberate just fine. I'm going to tell people <laughs> jokes and lies. Also, that's yeah, the Trader Joe's at the top of... Uh, California in the Knob Hill. Oh, yeah. There's a wall there, too, and then the sound reverberates. Gotta do it. Stage time. Crazy. All right. Hey, everyone socially distanced is super fun. Uh, I have I have real I have real jokes. Uh, someone earlier was talking about being a Christian. Are any of you all Christian people? Have you been? Well, obviously, Catholic. Yes, 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 yes. So I was actually a cheerleader for Christ. Okay, and I need, I need your help for a second. Okay, give me a K, give me an I, give me an L, give me an L. Who do the Jews kill? Jesus. Put those nails in my hands, and you all go to the promised land. Yay! Yay! We all get twelve mansions in heaven. Yay! The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which are not sexy, uh, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. <laughs> so, not sexy. Crazy stuff. My favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20.12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. <laughs> Also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. <laughs> He's so hot. He's such a hot dude. <gasps> what? <laughs> mm. A lot of comics say they don't want to, like, get with me because I give off a serious mom vibe. And I'm like, what about a stepmom vibe? Because <laughs> like, I've heard about those new tropes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Honestly, anyone under here under 25? Because I could date your dad. Like, can I... 
Do, yeah, can, is your, how's your mom and dad's relationship? Can I be, like, I could be the puzzle piece that could be so much fun. Uh, don't you want to party with your stepmom? Yeah. Oh. Party with the stepmom. I don't, I, I've just been wondering about porn a lot because I think, like, are the actresses in porn real stepmoms or just really good actresses? <laughs> are they just so talented? Is that what's happening? I, do, I, I, I enjoy, I en I enjoy uh, younger men, and I, I don't want them to have an edible complex. I want them to have an edible complex. I make really good pot food. That's what I'm saying. Just have an edible complex. It's going to be fine. I'll feed you. You'll be high. You g if you get high enough, you can't see my wrinkles. Yay! <laughs> and so, it's hard getting old. Are you? Do you feel it? Are you feeling old? You're too young to feel old. No, they're... Yeah, I know, exactly. So when I was 25, I got married, and I thought I was so old. I'm like, I'm the oldest one of my friends getting married. I'm so old. I'm 25. I was a baby. Just, it's just the 90s were terrible. Did you know that? I actually, I enjoy watching 90s movies. I play this game, and I think you should play it too. You watch a 90s movie, and you count how many seconds before they say a misogynistic or homophobic thing. It's like 30 seconds every time. <laughs> it's like not even, every single movie just starts with like, women are gross, or like, gay sex is weird. It's like, <laughs> why do we care about, okay, sorry. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, I'm riffing, it's terrible. Uh, there's, <laughs> I'll do, I'll do more actual jokes about Jesus. Do you like Jesus? Does anyone like love Jesus? Like, I had to love Jesus because I wasn't allowed to have an invisible friend as a child. Do you have an invisible friend? Hi. Hi, do you have an invisible friend? No, you don't? I wanted to have an invisible friend. I wanted to have an enormous cat. I wanted to have a four-foot-tall cat be my invisible friend. And my parents said, no, you cannot have an invisible friend, but what you can have is a 33-year-old man to sit at your bed and hold your hand, and his name was Jesus. <laughs> so... I couldn't have an invisible friend who was a cat, but I could hang out with a 33-year-old man, hold his hand, and tell him all about boys. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. No, he really messed me up. I feel like every single relationship I've ever had has been messed up by Disney and Jesus because the, there's the <laughs> impossible standards, but only for women. Like, guys don't have to do anything. <laughs> All they have to do is show up. Is that what Prince Charming does every time? He just shows up and everything's great. But the woman has to do all the work. Really? Yeah? Is that what we're doing? And my nails have to look pretty too, please. I've been asleep for a hundred years, all right? And all he has to do is show up. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a feminist. I'm sorry. It's so rough. I don't want to call myself a feminist, uh, but I have to because language is political. I'd rather call myself a cunt face because it's more. Well, no, it's like more accurate, <laughs> really. But I have to call myself a feminist because, like, what else do I call myself? A, a, a human, a person, right? A female. Mm. We are all people. And I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole, and girls have a vagina. 
though. I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. There is no men in feminism. Is it, do you guys have to take out your phones? Do you know how to spell? I'm sorry, people under 30 don't know how to spell anymore. <laughs> get out your phone, get your T9. I'm sorry, feminism is spelled with an I. I'm a feminist. <laughs> sorry. Am I being too heavy-handed with my feminism? I know that's weird. Do you know where the word heavy-handed comes from? Because when you used to beat your wife, you didn't want to use a heavy hand because you didn't want to leave a mark. You know what I mean? <gasps> Rule of thumb, baby. Don't beat your wife with anything thicker than your thumb. <laughs> but all these cliches, they come from somewhere, right? Like, uh, you know, I, I, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Who is skinning cats? Why are you doing that? Stop it! <laughs> it's not okay. So, but I don't want to be a feminist, but the words are political. Like, uh, when we become women, what do we do? Menstruate. <laughs> Menstruate. The one thing they can literally never do, and they put their name all over it. <laughs> Menstruate. And they think it's gross. Ha ha ha! So gross! Menstruate! And when you have sex for the first time, what do you break? Hymen, 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 hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hymen, Like the one I do understand, because I'm going through it right now, is menopause. Men are not pausing on me anymore. <laughs> They're like, she is old. <laughs> I get it. The one feminine prefix they give us. What do they give us? What do they give us? Herpes. Herpes. That's what we get? We get herpes? Thank you. Yeah, language is political, friends. <laughs> it's not Mark Neuer. It's Jay. Hey, I know. He's like Mark. He's like, he's like Mark Neuer if he had money. <laughs> Inside baseball for the Canadian. All right. Um, I, uh, I mean, I could, there's, I we're we're I guess we're pretty much I there I thought there was one more comedian but they sort of disappeared so um they well but you're not like a comedian you've never done stand up before I'm sorry he's my friend but he's a friend from not comedy like from real life and but he's never actually done comedy before so it's like I can't like I can't just like relinquish the mind because I've never seen you do comedy before I've heard you talk at parties and it's super fun and it's great. But like I just ah, you know, like, like watch me, watch me backpedal my way out of this one. <laughs> Dig the grave and then jump in six feet apart, six feet, six feet distance. If you're dead, you're six feet underground. That's the distance we need, everybody. <laughs> I don't want anyone to die. It's terrible. Uh, okay, I'm gonna leave you guys with one more joke. Or will you, if if Josh Kahn wants to regale the people with some songs. All right, here he goes. Yeah, so uh, Josh Kahn's going to regale you with some songs because the other comedian that walked by is a coward and didn't come back. Uh, but thank you all for being here. Uh, there's a money jar up there. You can put money in there. That's amazing to us. Uh, your, ne your next comedian, he's going to play songs. Josh Kahn, yay! Woo! Pam, uh, what does regale mean? If I have to do that to everybody here, I should know what it is in my vocabulary. Is horrible. Thanks, you guys. So the holiday season is upon us. The lockdown is upon us. And uh, you guys know that song White Christmas was written by a Jewish guy, right? Irving Berlin wrote the song White Christmas. 
it's just not very cool to be white these days. So I just, I, I was just thinking about this before. I just rewrote it. It'll go like, I'm dreaming of an Aryan Christmas, the kind with no blacks and free blow. Something like that. So just like Irving Berlin, shame on you, sir. Don't don't do that. Okay. Any uh, Rick and Morty fans here? Rick and Morty fans. I haven't tried this one in a while. So this is my song about my favorite movie trilogy of all time, the Back to the Future trilogy. Can I can I can I hear it? Can I hear it from Michael J? He is an American treasure. So here's my song about the Back to the Future trilogy, and I actually co-wrote it with the members of Chumbawamba. So the song goes like this. I met Doc Brown, and I go back in time. I turn the flux capacitor on. I met Doc Brown, and I go back in time, and I almost kissed my mom. 21 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. You fight Biff Tannen, you fight Griff Tannen. You fight Buford Tannen, you meet Old Man Tannen. You get a lightning bolt that takes you to the past time. You get plutonium that takes you to the present. <laughs> Oh, 
Timeless All-Stars, so named for their association with the Timeless record label out of Holland. That was Curtis Fuller on trombone, Harold Land on the saxophone, Bobby Hutcherson, vibraphone, Cedar Walton piano, Buster Williams bass, and the great Billy Higgins on drums. We heard three selections from their album Timeless Heart released in 1983, Hindsight by Cedar Walton, Tyamisha by Buster Williams, and Hand in Glove by Cedar Walton. This is The Morning Train, and I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. Music now from the UK and Jamaican supergroup Peeny Wally.
some exciting use of violin in that set. We began with Peeny Wally, a group that features, among others, Linton Quasey Johnson, Dennis Bovell, Robbie Shakespeare, Scratch Perry, Dean Frazier, Horsemouth Wallace, Rico Scully, Dizzy, and Fizet. Their album was released in the 1980s, uh, originally 1992 on Shanaki CD. And we heard their song entitled Irish Ire, and their guest on violin was Christopher Habiger. That is Peeny Wally, P-E-E-N-I-W-A-A-L-I. That was followed by Roxy Music from that period when Edwin Jobson appeared in the, the as a member of the band playing violin and you heard Out of the Blue from the fourth Roxy Music album Country Life. Thank you for joining me on the morning train here at mutinyradio.fm in .sf and since we are located in .sf it took me two hours to get over the bridge today uh, from Oakland to begin today's program late, but better than never. Let us continue with some domestic advice from Tom Manchi. Your world. 
Robbed Blind from Keith Richards, his album of last year, Cross-Eyed Heart. The set began with some advice as to how to avoid being robbed blind. The Traveling Wilburys suggest you put everything in a cool, dry place. That's from their second album entitled Volume 3. And we began with music by Tom Manchie and the Young Coots, their album of last year entitled Man Cheese Music. And Tom's there to suggest you put it in the sock drawer, baby. Thank you so much and good luck to all of you. Here now is something for all you sexy MFs out there. Oh! We're all alone in the villa on the Riviera Got some friends on the south side in case you cared Out of all of your friends, I won't be the closest That's why I tell you things so you'll be the most Is when it comes to life, to be this man's wife You got to be well educated on the subject of fights I mean the prevention of In other words, it's Ariana meaning of this thing called love Are you up on this? If something you can get up on a hug and a kiss Come here, baby Sexy motherfucker Come here, baby Yeah You sexy motherfucker We need to talk about things Tell me what you do Tell me what you eat I might cook for you See, it really don't matter Cause it's all about me and you Ain't no one else around I'm even with the blindfold Gagged and bound I don't mind See, this ain't about sex It's all about love Being in charge of this And life and the next While the cosmic talk I just want you smarter Than I'll ever be When we take that walk Come here, baby Yeah You sexy motherfucker Come here, baby Yeah You sexy motherfucker Horn, stand up, please
like it. Sexy motherfucker shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. The sexy motherfucker's so fine, I'll drink up bath water, a long leg, five foot eight, pack an ass, his ties are great, I want to spit, I give it a set to myself, hmm, just kind of cause I'm usually quite the common, you never find me a problem, boy, I'm just having fun, but I had the chance to stay the mind for this behind, I bet if you throw that ass in the air, it'll turn into sun, sexy motherfucker shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass, sexy motherfucker shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass, sexy motherfucker shaking that ass, Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker, shaking that ass. It's Bug Out Square. It's Tuesday, 6 o'clock. And, eh, not really. Uh, I'm doing this one from home. I, uh, I, I got all the bells and whistles out, man, so uh, it's going to be good. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, Bug House Square, I got a. Uh, man, I'm driving the. Tell me what driving that thing. Uh, I don't know what I got. I'm, you know. Has he got I'm just wallowing. I'm wallowing. Club in his excellent hand. music, so uh, uh, join me. Vigilante man. Rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man.
does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sword off, shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
Indians scattered on dawn's highway bleeding. Ghosts crowd the young child's fragile eggshell mind. Blood in the streets in the town of New Haven. Blood stains the roofs and the palm trees of Venice. Blood in my love in the terrible summer. Bloody red sun of fantastic L.A. I got a pain in my heart. 
full of aspirin, a sack full of jokes. I wish I could go home with all the big folks. And I wish life could be Swedish magazines. I wish life could be Swedish magazines. I wish life could be
Just because the movie's showing it. 